Welcome inside the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm John Ledyard, your host from FanRagSports.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Ledyard, L-E-D-Y-A-R-D NFL Draft. And we are continuing today our off-season preview series, you know, kind of looking at each position group on the Steelers roster. We looked at quarterback and, and their, you know, the draft tendencies that they have there, whether they'll pick one this year, you know, all the things surrounding their quarterback room right now. And today we'll do that with the running back group because it's an interesting time for the Steelers in the running back room. Le'Veon Bell, Fitzgerald Toussaint, Stephen Ridley, all about to be free agents. Uh, James Conner coming off uh, season-ending surgery and injury. He has now torn both MCLs, uh, one in each knee, and obviously his battle with cancer um, and a hip injury then later in his in his pick career as well. This guy's been through the ringer. I'm not sure you can count on him um, at this point, you know, and, and I love James Conner. I thought he played great last season. I hope he returns at 100%. At this point, though, in the process, and probably even as we get closer to the draft, that body's taken a lot of wear and tear, a lot of a beating, beating a pit, and uh, a, a lot of a beating with surgeries and other things as well. So it's very difficult to say exactly what he can give this team. But for the Steelers, if you're just needing a number two back, that's a pretty decent little offseason because right now it's Le'Veon Bell's situation that demands most of the attention, and um, rightfully so. You know, Bell's probably demanding a lot of money, hopefully not as much as he demanded last year. We'll see, maybe more, I don't know. Cap goes up every year, so maybe if he stays the same, the Steelers can accommodate. I'm not sure how it'll all play out. Um, but I think the most likely thing is that Bell gets tagged. Now, he did say they were making progress toward a deal. That's obviously good news, but I still think it's most likely Bell probably gets tagged, comes back, plays one more year with the team probably moves on at that point um i don't know i don't know how things are going to play out it depends on how realistic bell is about where he's at in his career you know the fact that he has had some season ending injuries and just the value of the running back position in general i mean the steelers are still offering to make him the highest paid dude uh that plays the position he's you know some team will offer more but it's never going to be in a situation as good as this one so he's talked about retiring i don't buy that for a second i think if the steelers tag him he'll show up right before week one and just like he did this past year and that's what the Steelers will get out of him, uh, and he'll play every game. Um, So his situation is fluid enough that there's questions, concerns about where the Steelers will be at with the running back position in a couple months. And I think that those questions are legit, although I do expect Bell to be back, and I think that you have to look at all scenarios. And and so we're going to do that today on the podcast and look at life without him, life with him. You know, if – He's back in the fold. Running back is a low priority. You know, maybe you find another guy if you don't feel great about James Conner's recovery. Maybe you grab a day three guy. That's as rich as I'm getting with it. Um, you know, and here's the other the other aspect of this. If Bell is back on a deal, it's not really a priority. If Bell is back on the tag and you know you're moving on from him next year, then running back becomes all of a sudden a pretty decent priority for this team. And I wouldn't be surprised to see a day two pick. So Bell's not back at all. Could be in round one or definitely in round two. Bell is back on one year tag. I think you've got a running back in play just on the tag. If he's just on the tag, I think you got running back in play sometime during day two uh, for sure. I would feel pretty confident in that. If he is back for good, the Steelers might not draft one at all. It will depend on at that point what James Conner's recovery looks like because I liked what I saw from Stephen Ridley last year. You know, the Steelers obviously can be able, could be able to resign him cheap. Um, Fitzgerald Toussaint as well. I think both those guys are fine as number threes. If James Conner's 
good to go and they feel like he's confident he can be the number two guy i would i would not go into a season planning to have him as your starter uh if something were to happen bell or if they were you know uh, just had bell for one more year but at the same time i think connor can be a great you know option for you with limited carries and limited touches i mean whoever's buying bell isn't going to play much anyway uh no point in spending a high-end draft pick on that player so i think that Pittsburgh's got some decisions to make as as they pertains to Le'Veon Bell, and that's going to kind of determine where they go in this offseason. Now, the running back crop is fun. Uh, it's a great group. It's a good year to need one in the middle round. So hopefully Bell's back for the long term. We'll see what happens there. But I think that this could be a situation for Pittsburgh where they're able to get a guy that can contribute day two if they need to uh, and still prioritize linebacker and safety maybe. So it depends on how things shake out in the range that the Steelers may will more than likely be selecting a running back because Bell isn't going to be gone completely. I really I don't think there's any chance of that. So in the range that they probably are looking to select a running back, uh, we know the Steelers only look at big backs, right? They're, they're not going to be interested in, you know, a smaller type of running back. So uh, I think that even though Darius Geis is very built, I think you could probably take him off the board. Now, maybe the Steelers make an exception because Geis does run like a bigger back, but I don't think they will, not with a guy that they're expecting to be a franchise guy. And I also don't think Geis is there in the second round. I know there's been some talk of that. That would just be lunacy. And if the Steelers passed on him needing a running back, I would probably freak out. But I don't think that he'll be really an option at that point. I also don't think Ronald Jones, if he is on the board, will be on the Steelers board. I know those are two of the top backs for a lot of people. Uh, but Ronald Jones, you know, not the biggest back. And the Steelers really have preferred that type of player. He's more of a slashing style runner. Um, I don't really see him as a fit for Pittsburgh, even though I think he's a very good back. So in Saquon Barkley, obviously not going to be on the board when the Steelers, uh, you know, consider such things. So they've kind of got to weed through who the, the best of the, of the rest of the group is. And um, I think it could, uh, could take some time for Pittsburgh to, to kind of mull through this class because there are a lot of names. There's a lot of good players. And the weird thing about this class is that a lot of the top running backs, they might be bigger but they don't necessarily play that big, you know, even, even Saquon Barkley, you know, he's 5'11", 230. He doesn't really run like a big back. Um, you know, he doesn't really run with that physicality. In fact, Geis, who's probably 5'10", 218, uh, is, is much more powerful, aggressive runner. So he fits more of what the Steelers look like from their prototypes. Now, obviously, I like I said, I don't think, I know Barkley won't be available for Pittsburgh and I don't think Geis will be either. I don't think Ronald Jones is really much of a fit just 200 pounds as a running back he's got great speed but I don't think he's what Pittsburgh's looking for at the position so some interesting names to float out there carry on Johnson from Auburn some people have compared his style to Le'Veon Bell uh, I think he's more con- inconsistent with his decision making and his vision than Bell I would be interested in him in the third fourth rounds if the Steelers have Bell back in the one-year tag and he's still around uh, he's about six feet tall. He's listed 212 on NFL Draft Scott. He looks bigger than that. I think he'll be closer to 220, maybe a tad smaller than the Steelers like at running back. But at some point, they got to be kind of realistic. I, I would I would like Carry on Johnson to come in as a backup and see what he can do, I think. Now, I have to finish my evaluation on him, but the Auburn running back could definitely be a target for the Steelers. Productive, decent size, had his experience re- receiving, catching the football at Auburn for sure. That's a big thing for the Steelers. Remember, production 
being from a big school, those things all matter to the Steelers when they draft players. So I think that that aspect of Carryon Johnson's evaluation will be important. There's not a ton of wear and tear. He did have some injuries, not a not a huge amount. I mean, this was his first year with over 200 carries, 182 as a, as a junior in 2016, or as a, a sophomore, I'm sorry, uh, and just 52 the year before. But average right around five yards a carry, so not a big splash play runner, but a consistently kind of productive runner. Um, in like I said, caught the ball pretty well in 55 catches during his time at Auburn in over three seasons, 24 last year. You know, he doesn't really do a ton in space though, you know, so is he the best option? No, absolutely not. Is he going to be somewhere between probably the seven and 13 running backs on my board? Maybe at best, I think, yeah, that'll probably be more his range. So He's not obviously my top guy for Pittsburgh, but I think he's a guy that definitely could step in and help this team and perhaps play a role. Will he ever be the feature guy? Maybe not, but perhaps he could combine with somebody that they would draft next year and you know complement the rush a little bit that way. And I I love having a feature, just one feature back, but it just I know that that isn't always the reality for NFL teams. So you got to be realistic about the players they could take and the roles they could fill, and maybe getting two players to to do what Le'Veon did. I think Sony Michelle, he, you know, he, he's listed on NFL Draft Scout, which typically is the the best kind of range for a lot of these guys. He's listed at 5'11", 215. I think the weight's probably legit because Michelle is stacked. He's somewhere between 215 and 220. He might be 5'10", which is totally fine with me, but it might bother the Steelers. I actually like guys with less surface area. I tend to like shorter backs rather than bigger and taller backs. You know, there are obviously exceptions guys who play with really good pad level and strength and you know but i think that a lot of the bigger backs are brought down easily because there's more of them to hit uh less less of a low center of gravity and uh they're a little bit more high cut um guys like derrick henry and, and leonard fournette who i don't think ever ran as as tough and as physical as shorter guys like kamara and kareem hunt so uh the, just an interesting aspect of running back play that i think you know, it plays in with a guy like rashad penny uh, 5'11, 224 you know penny he can break some tackles when he gets in the open field just because of the science of a guy moving as big as he is but I, I really think in around the box, he struggles to kind of break through into in some of that contact. So I, I think that he could be of interest to the Steelers. He does have a little receiving experience. He's not a great pass protector, uh, but I don't know if I'd expect that before the middle rounds. Um, so he's an interesting aspect or an interesting player for the Steelers to look at, uh, I think, but wouldn't be, again, wouldn't be my top option. I may actually end up preferring carry on Johnson to him. Uh, Nick Chubb, is another one that Pittsburgh would probably have to target sometime on day two for sure. 5'10", 225. So the weight's there. The height isn't preferable. He's kind of built not that dissimilar from Fitzgerald Toussaint in some ways, uh, but just a lot better runner, a lot better vision, a lot better balance, uh, a lot better power through contact. Doesn't really have the burst that that Michelle has, so I don't prefer him to Michelle, but I do think he's a a good solid back. He'll be a good solid starter in the NFL. He would be a nice pickup for the Steelers if, if it came to that. Um, the guy like Naheem Hines from North Carolina State, uh, I couldn't really see the Steelers being interested in him. John Kelly from Tennessee, you know, smaller, more scat back type runners. Um, a guy that would be interesting in the middle rounds, maybe even just as a backup uh, if you know, things work out with Bell and they feel badly about Connor's health and situation moving forward. But Jalen Samuels from North Carolina State would be really, very, very interesting pickup to me because he is a very good receiver. He can do a lot of different things, can play a lot of different roles. He may not be a burner, but he's got decent speed. He's got great hands. He ran routes. He played in the slot a ton for North Carolina State, but he looked very natural as a running back uh, when I saw him uh, at the Senior Bowl, and I was actually pretty impressed with him there. He's working out with the tight ends at the Combine. No idea why that's happening. He's 5'11", 223 pounds, um, not a tight end for sure. Didn't really even play tight end 
I don't really know what's going on there. Really weird. Um, but yeah, he is a guy that I could see the Steelers being interested in, even if Bell's back in the fold, if there's questions about Connor and his health moving forward, because he could play a role for this team. And he could, I think, I would like to see more of him. You know, he, did, he got a good amount of carries. He scored a lot of touchdowns in North Carolina State. I would have liked to see him in more of a feature role. But for a guy that was used in a versatile setting, he's much better than somebody like Kalen Balaj, who I talked about. As a senior bull guy, the Steelers could be interested in 6'2", 222. Balazs has a lot of the size, but I thought Samuels had better vision, better instincts as a runner uh, around the box. And even though he's not as tall as Balazs, he, I, to me, he ran behind his pads a lot more than Balazs does. So both names, I think, could be on the Steelers' radar. Josh Adams from Notre Dame has not have not done his evaluation yet, but 6'1", 225. You know, he kind of checks the boxes in the size category. Mark Walton from Miami, I like from what I've seen. But 5'9", 205, don't think he'll be on the Steelers' radar. Royce Freeman is listed 5'11", 238 from Oregon. That's no way that's weight, weight is right. But he's still probably around the 225 mark. He is a pure zone runner, though. I don't see him as a fit for Pittsburgh because of that. I mentioned Balazs. Uh, Bo Scarborough, big extensive injury history, 6'1", 232. So he'll check some boxes for the Steelers. But not a lot of great college production and a, a ridiculous injury history going back to high school. Dude's had like six major injuries before. It's insane. Um, I don't know where teams will be out with him. I expect him to be a day three guy. I don't know whether the Steelers would take that kind of a risk, uh, given you know Bell's kind of injury history and Connor's injury history as well. I don't know if they want a third guy with that on on the radar. Akram Wadley, Justin Jackson, uh, both guys are probably smaller than the Steelers would prefer. Running back, same for Rock Thomas, Edo Smith, some of those other guys. Daryl Williams from LSU is a name that I've mentioned that could be like, you know, we're Steelers drafting this guy day three because we really like him. He's still on the board, best player available type deal, and we think that he could be our number three running back. And we cut Tucson and we cut Steven Ridley loose, make Williams our number three. And if something happens to, to James Conner, we feel really good about Williams as a number two. I'd be pretty cool with that scenario, to be honest. Um, I think he's a good player, good football player from LSU. He had a nice little year running with Geis and uh, does some really good things. Better burst than you think for a big back, 5'11", 230, and he runs like it. You know, He's a pretty physical guy, and he caught the ball decently too. I don't know how often he was targeted. I know LSU didn't throw to the running backs a whole lot, but he caught the ball uh, a pretty decent amount. So uh, I think that Darrell Williams could definitely be an impact player for, for the Steelers if he ends up being the pick on on day three and, and gets the opportunity to get in the lineup. Again, all this is kind of predicated on the fact that Le'Veon Bell obviously plays almost every single snap. So, uh, you know, I don't expect these backs to necessarily see the field a ton if the Steelers draft him. But obviously his situation being up in the air, you've got to prepare for the worst. And uh, until we know that, it's going to be very hard to predict where they'll value running back or if they'll value him because, you know, like we said at the beginning of the show, there's a lot of different scenarios for Le'Veon Bell and his time in Pittsburgh and, you know, the running back situation there and, and all of that. And a lot of it's up in the air right now. Like I said, three of these guys aren't even under contract currently and Connor's injury history is so significant, you know, so it's it could go either way. Uh, there's just a lot of unknowns. So it makes it tough, but also kind of fun to look through the different guys and see, okay, these guys could be options for Pittsburgh. These guys might not be. So that's kind of our purpose. Don't expect it to really be addressed in free agency, uh, not really where the Steelers are finding uh, their top backs at this point in time, obviously. Um, they're trying to draft those guys really offensively in general. They're trying to draft guys for sure. And and just in general, this team doesn't isn't going to spend money on a guy in free agency to be 
potentially the third stringer. So you're looking at the draft or you're looking at this running back room returning. It's one or the other. We've got all the scenarios covered for you. We'll move to other position groups throughout the rest of the week. Tomorrow we'll have uh, another position group featured on the podcast. Then we'll keep moving through these the rest of the week and eventually hit some combine preview stuff as well. So until then, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Steelers.